Lindsay. Hey, Sean. We're going to talk about Inuyasha, but to get you in the mood, here's some Inuyasha cosplay. <laughs> There's a second picture. It's like these increase in stakes. I'm waking <laughs> up on Kagome's bed. Oh, this must be great for the listeners. And here's number three. <laughs> Special thanks to Ninja Cosplay for those pictures. Uh, somebody out there was like, I'm leaving this subreddit now. <laughs> anyway, welcome so to Weave Yasha. Uh, definitely going for the sensual side of Yasha there. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about episode 61, if we can recover. Uh, Kikyo and the Dark Priestess. Yay! Subaki! Subaki's back, and boy, is she angry. Although this one, this one's kind of heavy on the uh, flashback and reused footage. I liked the flashback of her and Kikyo so much, I wish there was more. I want to say, because I, I was all excited when I went, oh, right, Subaki. I was excited, and I want to say there's more in the because I I feel like they were rivals, and this doesn't feel like they were rivals. This just feels like this she's tried to attack Kikyo and it didn't work out. Yeah, she. There's something weird about this. She wants the jewel to wish for eternal youth because she's preening in the mirror, being like, "I look good." I this is gonna stay this way. Yeah, please, I want to stay this way. There's a woman with a jewel that grants wishes. She's in love with a half demon. Perfect opportunity for me to attack her. Little did she know that she'd get a snake thrown in her face. And... <laughs> hey, gotta pay to play. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck with the wrong woman. So then she just did the next best thing, which was ally herself with a bunch of demons to, I guess, cover it up because it reappears sometimes. But so it's not perfect. But she was a witch but it's beforehand. Not even, it doesn't even look that bad. It's, it's like a few little scales. She needs a boyfriend who like just compliments her. It's like I love your scars, honey. And then, yeah. Aw. I mean, I'd be more concerned about all that gray hair. <laughs> it's true. She didn't think about that. Mm-mm. What do you think her natural hair color is? Well, it was black. It was flashback. black. Okay. That's right. She had black hair and a green snake, and now she has gray hair and a white snake. You're right, she does seem okay with having white hair. Maybe that when you become a certain level of witch. Maybe. Sort of like in Lord of the Rings, but I promise no tangents today. <laughs> when you become a certain level of wizard, you watch the end of 2001. Uh, that's right. And you get white hair. And shadow facts. Moving on. Uh, oh, I thought I was going crazy at the beginning of this episode. Cause I could have sworn in the previous one... Uh, Moroku and Sango fly towards the barrier. Crash right into it. Crash into it. That's the first thing I wrote down. Yeah, they Is, fall down. Can they see this barrier? But the thing I misremembered was I thought as they were lying on the ground, they saw Kikyo walking up. But they're two different shots that she's just walking up from a distance and sees yeah. the barrier. So when this one starts, they're back flying and they try to yeah. break through again. But they can see it. Yeah, I guess I can see it now. Maybe Moroku used his magic stick to <laughs> to whatever, whatever it. And then Kikyo just walks right through. Yeah. And that was just funny. They just kind of like look at each other for a second. And she's just like, eh. She really should join the team. 
Okoyo should be Black Panther, and Kikyo should join their team and fix everything. Inuyasha, unafraid of Kagome being all weird possessed and refusing to leave her, lunges forward, gets hit with an arrow, question mark? He certainly reacts like he gets hit. Yeah. That's and I can't believe she fired. My goodness. That was the second uh, Misery-esque mislead that's kind of cheap in this episode. They're like, oh, hey, I thought he got hit. Never no, mind. just tore a little piece of his kimono off. Maybe he was just in shock, like, I can't believe she fired at me. What is she doing? Oh, and Annie, yeah, she'd been through this before when she didn't miss. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> the amount of relish that Naraku is taking in this setup that he thinks he thought of on his own. <laughs> I just, I want Kana to, excuse me, uh, not to, not to correct you, my lord, but, um, it's been done before. <laughs> Menamaru did this. The did it. <laughs> Tsubaki is really impressed with Naraku being all evil. I mean, I'm a bad person, but you, whoo, boy. And then Kikyo arrives and just kills the shit out of him. Yep. Another puppet and bamboo pelt bite the dust. Number 10, pelt. <laughs> if you're going by my numbering system, which last time we spoke about it. 23, if you're going by mine. <laughs> I guess the real Naraku, Kana, and Kagura are just going to watch. This. Yeah, in her little tiny mirror. <laughs> They're going to sit back and watch the show. They're going to Netflix and chill. Oh. Well, Naku is, like, really reclined against the wall. Like, he always is. How are they even seeing this? Because uh, maybe a bee's hiding in the rap rafters? Because that's, oh, that's how they could see that one time. There oh. were, like, surveillance bees. The bees, like, the antenna, and then the, the mirrors, kind of just holds up the... <laughs> Yeah, maybe it is a bee. But you know what? I just rewatched uh, You Only Live Twice, where um, Bond is looking. No tangent. So, uh, <laughs> god damn. <laughs> so Kagome missed, I guess. It's going to be a theme in these next two episodes, that what makes her Kagome is that she needs more practice with <laughs> her bow and arrow. But, Burn. <laughs> Burn on Kagome. Well, I'm just... I'm correctly assessing her archery ability. I mean, she's a badass and everything else, but I guess we'll get to that. So she collapses in his arms and is like, take me to that jewel. We got one chance while she's distracted. Yeah, and I've got control over me now. Mm -hmm. So let's go. And Kaede and Shippo do nothing. Come back with water. They're like, hey. It's like, we're going to go kill the woman. You going to come with us? Does this require water? No. The no. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, they're not even going to bring... They're just going to leave ship. Why don't they leave him more often? <laughs> yeah, Kaede probably has less work to do when he's around because he can just help. Yeah. Like, like an assistant. Yeah. Be like spending the week at Grandma's house. Mm-hmm. That's another uh, reference to the next episode. Very good. <laughs> Kaede is also kind of dismissive of, oh, they'll be fine. Maybe she's used to it by now, because she always waits for them to come back. Yeah. She's like, don't die. And they always have. Yep. She doesn't know the extent of the perils they've faced. Don't tell Grandma the, the trouble we <laughs> cause in all of these. Don't tell her what Moroku did. 
Sango and Maroki are checking the the barrier. They can't get in. I think at this. I think this was. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. What did you write down that was so mean about Sango? Okay, the point where they're like, "Well, we have we can't get through the barrier, but we have to keep trying because we can't sit here and do nothing. So let's just keep knocking into the barrier." So I wrote down insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Oh, that's pretty mean. <laughs> Sango saw Jurassic and yet, Park. <laughs> they just sit there floating in the air till Inuyasha and Kagome come along. They go, oh, we've been trying to get through this barrier by floating in the sky and staring at it. Way to go, guys. Way to go. <laughs> I heard Kaede needs help with some water. Why don't you wait for us back and... <laughs> Because, yeah, they're like, oh, we have to get to that priestess to save Kagome. And they really just did. It was. Well, did this happen before they met Sango and Moroku in the manga? So in the anime, they just had to write something for them to do? Maybe not that bad, but it, I do agree. It did kind of seem like in the previous one, they're writing from the perspective of, oh, if this were happening, they'd want to run off and go help. But we have this idea ahead so they can't accomplish anything and they might as well it's a little back and forthy but at least they're doing something they're trying they are trying they're, they're floating on keel they're waiting for their opportunity at the barrier. <laughs> it's like in jurassic park where the raptors are testing the fences for weaknesses and guess what worked out for the Raptors when the power goes out later after Dennis Nedry, no tangents. So, <laughs> inside, we get that flashback. Tsubaki and Kikyo are speaking like good old friends. Yeah, Kikyo, and she's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the worst feeling in the world. It's like, oh, I've waited for you to come back. Who are you again? Tsubaki has enough pathology in her, like she's real insecure, that I kind of feel bad for her a little bit. That she's almost wants to be as powerful as Kikyo, but will never be, and then just the resentment grows. Yeah, but yeah. she needs to be taken down. But Tsubaki. she does call, oh, like Kikyo's like, oh, so, you know, you sold your soul to demons for youth and beauty, and then Tsubaki's like, what have you done? Look at you. And then she's like, wait a minute. Look at you. You're made up of dead souls. You're not human or demon. Who are you to lecture me? Someone who is not um, bound by not going on tangents would perhaps describe this like the scene in Death Becomes Her. Oh. Uh, they both realize that they've taken the youth potion. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Hell yeah. All the movies I mentioned to you are good. No, that's my future. Eating frosting out of a can surrounded by 50 cats. <laughs> <laughs> and then meeting Isabella Rossellini and taking a potion and uh, going to Bruce Willis's funeral. Yeah. I would try not to get shot with a shot. Oh, cut it all out. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Subaki's like, oh, you're trying to high-road me, but look at you. And I like how Kikyo has no desire to defend herself. 
she's just like, just like yeah. if this bothers you, then I mean, that's your deal, lady. I just came here to see what was going on in the devil miasma, and Naraku's not here. There's no shards, so I'm out of here. Oh, wait, there's the big shard. She doesn't have a desire she to take care. that. No, because that's not her plan. Oh, you know more than I do. Okay. Oh. No, that's okay. Um, I thought her... That was a question I had, because I thought her plan was, like, let Naraku collect all the shards, but then it would behoove her to, like, kill Subaki so that the shard goes back to Naraku. She's, maybe she's just not in a rush. <laughs> Naraku gave her... That shard is going back to Naraku. Even Naraku knows that. He's like, eh, I don't care. It's yeah, that is right in the next episode. <laughs> Where he says, I'm going to get it back right away. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. <laughs> he really is, like, come back in this season with a vengeance. He's doing some evil shit. Yeah. And he's loving I'm it. kind of happy to have him back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like this season so far, but this three-part arc is amazing. It's really good. Might not be over. <sighs> oh. God, I did kind of get a finality out of this one, but maybe they're gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, kind of, but yeah, I guess. Okay. Depending on how you look at it. But that jewel shard starts purifying as Kagome approaches. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, oh, and then Suvaki's like, "Damn it!" So she missed. <laughs> yeah, big mistake. I have questions about Kikyo this too. Don't like that. <laughs> Now, uh, well, first Kikyo says that Kagome is really strong and that this spell oh, yeah. isn't ultimately going to work. She's like, eh, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, negative Nelly. <laughs> well, that is kind of like Kikyo showing some respect to Kagome. Kind of knowing, like, yeah, you're not powerful enough to hold this girl. I think Kikyo is fine with Kagome. She just, I mean, doesn't want her in the way. I think she's just a live and let live, like, do whatever you want over there, just leave me alone, I don't care. And the truth is her religion, so of course she's going to assess Kagome's abilities, and like, meh, not going to work. But this thing kind of breaks through what you said of Tsubaki saying, oh, she didn't kill him after all, and what? Now why is Kikyo mad about this, do you think? She loves Inuyasha. She don't want him to die. But the thing is, Inuyasha's constantly almost getting killed. Inuyasha. <laughs> He's almost always getting killed, and then she's just like, eh, don't die. She's not really helping him out with... Remember Goshinki? She didn't really help him out with that. She just met him that one time and was like, hey, don't die, but good luck. It's not like she went and killed Goshinki. Aww. And he got smushed by a fat man two episodes ago. She didn't ago. know about that. <laughs> she knows everything. <laughs> she was wandering the forest looking for magical barriers. <laughs> and more souls to amble her around. So yeah, I was just wondering why this and what maybe I thought was that Inuyash is hers and that no woman's going to kill him first <laughs> she's gonna be the one to do it no. his life he belongs to her uh, she was kind of jealous that oh Kagome's can't be the one to kill him <laughs> she's like I already did that Kagome quit copying me 
And why didn't she get upset at Minamaru for doing the exact same thing? She just stood on a cliff and was like... So yeah, uh, everyone in this three-parter gets a badass moment. And this is Kikyo's badass moment where she steps on uh, the remains of the, the demon puppet and sizzles them. And then she grabs Tsubaki's hair and like... Oh, she pins her to the door first with arrows. And that was awesome. What does she say? Oh, she said, if you ever harm Inuyasha, uh, your life is mine. I'll kill you. And then she disappears. Yeah. I didn't know she, she had that power. Because <laughs> every other time we've seen her, she's just walked away. That we could pinpoint as another writer's thing. I was like, we got to get her out of here without the others seeing. <laughs> she fades out of existence. There wasn't a back door? Yeah, she could have just walked out. She probably could have just walked out the front door, like looked at everyone, and then just turned around and kept walking. And that would have been like, no one would have thought anything weird about that. Maybe. Like, it might have confused our heroes. <laughs> it was like, ah, you gonna help? She never helps. Crazy bitch here. Hello. <laughs> so the gang groups up outside the hut. Tsubaki uh, faces them bravely and uh, tells them of Kikio's visit. And they're all worried about her for no reason. And Inuyasha is about to draw a sword. And she says, don't draw it, or I'll snuff out Kagome's life. You gotta... she's still cursed. Mm-hmm. It's not broken. She puts it down to Kikyo distracting her and not Kagome's strength that mm-hmm. is stopping the spell. So she's forcing Inuyasha to do hand-to-hand combat with a giant Sashomaru demon dog. Oh, that came out of her eye. Oh, yeah, she conjured it out of her eye. And he's like, I've got something in here, too. And pulls out <laughs> his dad's corpse. It's a grave. <laughs> <laughs> Is it mine? <laughs> no, it's my dad's. Why are you showing it to me? <laughs> the demon dog appears. It chases Inuyasha around a little bit. Iron Reaver Soul Stealer doesn't work. It's and, awfully pathetic. Yep. And then, and then there's this weird standoff. And that's where the episode cliffhangs. What's going to happen? Is I know. A new ending theme yes! that surprised me? I love yes. that we're, we're out of sync with our themes, that we're not getting a new opening and closing. I don't think we ever do. I think it's always... I think there's more closings than openings. Okay, yeah. Because it would have to be odds and evens. Um, I like it, because like every 15 episodes or so, it's like, woo! Yeah. They change the end theme song more than the beginning. It does seem like a smaller interval. But I wrote down some things that happen. Let's look at my notes. (laughs) There's a bike ride. (laughs) There's sad water. There's (laughs) Moroku and Sango looking wistful. And then there's a hopeful sunrise. And a pinwheel. And then the gang poses for a photo. By the whale? Yep. And, uh... The, the satellite from gravity re-enters the atmosphere and they all watch it. I mean, it's a, like a meteor shower or oh. something, but that's just what it reminded me of. No tangents. <laughs> it's kind of the same tableau as the previous ending. Yeah, dearest. All, yeah. This one's called Every Heart. Which they say in English. Yes, they do. Every heart. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I may like the first closing the best the t- with the girls. 
Dun, 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 dun. I think that's my second favorite. My first favorite is the Kikia one, which I think we're a long way away from. Oh. It's oh. called Come My Way. Well, I can't. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Kikia would never say that. I mean, a live Kikia would. Not sad <laughs> Kikia. Poor Kikia. I know. She was awesome. In these, she was. These two episodes. She's cool in the next one. Hell yeah. Well, if that's Even her. Even though she's just a. I think it is. Uh, I thought that at first, but I guess we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's her. It acted like her. Mm-hmm. It acted like her more than... Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I did my best, listeners, to not go on any tangents. Hey, 25 minutes. That's Wait, great. I, look how short our episodes are when I shut the fuck up about things I watch. <laughs> Death Becomes Her... <laughs> I remember... Being the first time I noticed special effects in movies because they had like a featurette on HBO and we got it free for a weekend and they talked about how they did the hole in the stomach and the the twisted neck stuff and the fact that they reshot the ending well under production which I didn't know you could do. All right, fine, Kisu, we'll end on that note. <laughs> Join us next episode, listeners, where Tsubaki causes more unrelenting evil. With a spell? Uh, I would think so. I hope it's the same spell. Mm. It'd be weird if she had a second one going this yeah. whole time. Yeah. I secretly cursed Shippo <laughs> to not get as much water as he normally does. <laughs> what do you think his Shippo performance is going to be in this episode? Well, he did get water 51% it is (laughs) thanks for listening listeners Lindsay say goodbye